Women Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Linda Crater celebrate the thoughts and opinions of magnetic, spirited, and influential women. Each week, bold, brilliant women spark vigorous conversations on the complexities of life, love, and happiness. Now, here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Linda Crater. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Linda Crater, and we are spanning the country again today. We're going to welcome to our roundtable Kathy Craffy from Texas, Frankie Picasso from Toronto, Amanda Testa from Denver, and of course, Linda Crater from Washington, D.C., and I am your host today, Sandra Beck, coming to you from Los Angeles. And today's topic is intuition. Now, here is something funny that I thought about intuition. We are dynamic women. We hear the phrase women's intuition. Oh, a mother's intuition. How come there's no man's intuition? Like, are we the only ones with Doesn't that explain itself? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, it explains itself. But one of the Man things- intuition is an oxymoron, right? <laughs> <laughs> one of the things that I found most compelling with intuition in my lifetime is that I went, I pulled the trigger from my gut as a kid and as a teen and into my early 20s. And then something happened to me. And I all of a sudden got so caught up in my brain. I didn't, I didn't trust my intuition. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what happened to me. And then as I approached 50, I found I was listening to my intuition more. And I'm going to go to randomly pick Kathy Craffy first to ask you about your trust in your intuition. Did you always have? have it did you always embrace it or is it come and gone in your life like mine well sandra you're just so sweet to ask me that question because you know me well enough to know i just fluctuate and so i've given a lot of thought to what intuition is and here's kind of a working definition of what i think i think intuition is common sense god's spirit giving us direction and if you don't believe in god maybe just the universe spirit of the universe or i believe in god Our natural instincts, like we all, we mentioned motherly intuition. We all have this sort of motherly love and survival instinct experience. And then I just think there's some just plain old pluckiness somewhere in our heart that is sort of like part of our intuition. And somehow all those things come together. So for me in my life, when I was a young person, I didn't trust my intuition because of bad experiences, I think. So, you know, to answer your question, I think. When you combine all that together, some of the pieces get a little bit warped and we quit trusting ourselves. It, I'm like you. Once once I got a little older, I began to realize I could really trust my own heart. Mm-hmm. I love that, Kathy. It's Frankie here. You know, I, I think intuition is something that uh, can be taught. It's something that can be developed and it's something that we all have. And even men have it. Um, but they don't, they don't, you know, their heads are so strong that they don't listen to it. And, and I think that intuition, it, it's just, you know, it's that ESP, it's that vibe that you feel in the room. It's, it's all of that rolled into one. And so, you know, when, when you might hear it or feel it or see it and, and we all get it differently. Mine's a knowing, I just know, you know, it's a knowing and I've always used it and I've, I've taken classes to improve it and really get it as strong as I possibly can because I trust my intuition. I trust it so much, way over my brain because my brain, you know, is too reasonable. Uh, you, you analyze things, you know, but but your intuition, that's that, like you said, Kathy, the animal instinct in the back of your brain, the knowing, it's just, it's just there. 
Beautiful. I want to talk a little bit about pluckiness, too, because I think there is something in our heart. And boy, Frankie, you are such a demonstrator of this with the idea that sometimes we just we just know what we need to do. We just know. And there's a pluckiness about us that just goes ahead and does it. Yeah, I love and I love to Frankie, how you said that intuition can be taught. This is Amanda here. And I, too, believe, you know, there has been periods of life where I'm really tuned into my intuition and other periods where I don't think of it at all. However, I, um, I've learned a lot of tools over the years to really listen to what, and personally, I believe my intuition is my body talking to me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can feel certain sensations in your body. For me, that's how it turns up. And I'm like, Hmm, what is that about? And sometimes I won't listen. And then afterwards I'm like, man, I should have (laughs) listened. Yep. This is Linda. I absolutely trust my intuition, and I think I always have, but as I've gotten older, I now talk to myself if I don't attend to it when I first get that glimmer of what I'm supposed to be doing. Sandra and I work together a lot, and this just happened a week ago. I said, I, she said, we need to do that in a week. I said, no, I, I really have the feeling we need to take care of it, you know, in the next 24 hours, and sure enough... We didn't do it and 48 hours and things were a little bit changed. So I think you can develop it. And the more you're aware of it, I think that you do listen to it. But I think you sometimes need to be still enough to hear Mm -hmm. it talking. Because if you're so busy and so tuned in, when Sandra said earlier that she lost it for a while or wasn't able to find it, my guess is you were just caught in the busyness of life and creativity and intuition are really linked. And I think that when we are so burdened with things that we, we don't give ourselves the time and space to believe that, that the intuition is there, but it's there. We just have to tune in. Well, and I think when we have epic failures in our lives, like when I look at when my intuition was the strongest and I was the least likely to listen to it, and that's where I kind of fell back to, you know, rationality, was after my divorce, um, after I had a premature kid with health issues, like that's when the doubt really creeped in. And, you know, I got so disconnected. And and this is one of the things I want to ask you girls. Um... What is our intuition? Because sometimes I hear messages in my head and, you know, and they're not telling me to kill people. They're good messages. <laughs> Thank goodness. Um, I hear messages in my head, but then I feel things intensely in my heart. And then I feel sometimes things in my gut. And what I've talked to my kids about was to do this head check, heart check, gut check. Does it sound okay in your head? Does it feel good in your heart? And what's your tummy telling you? Because for me, I'm I'm three or four different, like like a musical instrument that can play on different chords with different intuition. And I don't know if that's all intuition or if it's instincts. And I will tell you, I have learned to trust as Linda um, Crater as my business partner. If she tells me now she has an <laughs> instinct on something, Linda, you'll back me up on this. I I'm- am going with it, like no argument here, um, because we all have different strengths and different instincts. But what is that? Like, you know, Frankie, how does it work in your body? Well, for me, um, it, it'll come in as just a, an absolute knowing, like it's just knowledge that's there and I know it, you know, like it's just the weirdest feeling or, or you know, t- to hear it, like t- and not hearing it. It's just like, okay, I know that. 
Um, right. Nobody said that you know it. You just know it. And and sometimes it, the gut, the gut is something that I work with a lot too because I say, yeah, my gut feels, you know, doesn't feel right, feels good. Uh, and, and and so you can increase that though. You can increase your odds of winning with your intuition. And I know Sandra, you are so busy and you're just running here and running there that it's it's very difficult for you to you know probably hear a lot of the times when you when you want to. But if you're driving in your car and you turn off the music and just drive, you become in a meditative state anyway because it's a hypnotic state when you drive. You will you will probably hear some things when you when you start thinking about the important things in your life that you want to know about or that you want you know to check in on but just just as a as for everybody who's listening right now if you just take a quiz take a quiz don't really know the answer do know the answer whatever just whatever pops in your head first do the quiz and then check the answers and see if you were right and if you use the first instinct that came to your head the first one don't don't go oh no that's probably not right i'll do this that one's going to be wrong so just do the first one and and you can keep testing yourself like this over and over until you realize you know what my instinct's right on mm-hmm. i can I trust it love that frankie that's so great you know awareness is a, a big part of the problem for me and when i find myself not able to trust my like if i miss the the, the cue I miss the that little clue that tells me I need to, whoa, stop, just push pause for a minute. I'm moving fast, but I need to stop. And I when I do that, I find myself, I like I had this happen this week. My son is home from college. We're so proud of him and so happy. But I knew his room was gonna be an issue. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of lost my temper with him, which I never do anymore. I mean, I used to have a pretty quick temper but now I have boundaries and they're so much better (laughs) than you know boundaries or a temper let's see which one do I want so anyway but I think I think that's part of it for me when I know intuitively I'm going to have an issue ahead of me and I get the red flag and then I think well I'll just close the door and I'll pretend like it's not there and in this case, well, that wasn't good. I mean, I should have listened to my intuition. I should have sat him down and had a conversation before I was losing it. So mm-hmm. I had to go back and apologize. That's always a drag. Uh, but anyway, I don't know. Amanda, do you have any thoughts about that? Well, I like how you say, you know, is it a boundary or being or really paying attention to if you know you're going to have an experience that you might be triggered, you know, like your son's room, <laughs> mm-hmm. is to really take that time to tune in and you can realize too, it's kind of a, a compass, if you will. So if you're feeling really triggered about something, then you're like, all right, I need to investigate. Versus if you don't have that stress around it, or if you feel more open, then, you know, that too is a sign. But like you said, like just being really aware of how you're feeling in your body. And then when you need to push pause and tune in. Yeah. Well, I think it's slowing down, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you guys hit the nail right on the head. You know me so well and slowing down and allowing this information to come in is really tough for me. I think it's tough for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm one of those fidgety kids. I like those fidget spinners. The kids have because <laughs> I have one. I have a Batman one and I sit that there and I spin it. me. 
Yes, yep. spin it and spin it and spin it and spin it. So slowing down enough, and I try to meditate. I try to do these things, but I end up falling asleep. So I can't wait <laughs> when we come after the break to talk to each of you to find out how do you get in touch with your intuition? How do we, you know, because I do think it's there for everyone. I do think it's there to help us, but like the chattering monkey in my head doesn't shut up long enough most of the time for intuition to come through. And I don't even hear my kids when they're like, mom, I'm hungry. I'm pretty good at tuning things out. So um, <laughs> these are some things that I'm really happy to hear that they're skills and they're skills we can learn. And uh, this is Dynamic Women on behalf of Kathy and Frankie and Linda and Amanda. We'll be back after the break. We're Dynamic Women Talk Radio, and we'll return after these short messages. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. If you need to lose weight but are not quite ready to make a commitment to an eating program, then cut 200 calories a day from your regular diet. This is an easy task and one that will start your weight loss. Slashing 200 calories from your daily eating is simple and very doable. It's as easy as choosing steamed vegetables instead of a loaded baked potato. Not only will losing weight reduce your risk of diabetes and cardiovascular disease, it will also aid your immune system. A study by Tufts University asked a group of slightly overweight people to cut 100 to 200 calories a day. As expected, their cholesterol went down, but they also boosted their immune system response to disease-causing microorganisms. Cutting 200 calories out of your daily diet is easy and well worth it. I'm Annette Hammond. Visit our website at AnnetteHammond.com. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and this is Dynamic Women, and we are visiting today with Kathy from Texas, Frankie from Toronto, Linda from Washington, D.C., and Amanda from Denver, and we are talking about intuition. That's the name of the game today, and Kathy, you've got a great quote to open today's segment. Yeah, I'd really love this. I don't know who Herbert Swipe is. I looked for him on Google just to be sure I was quoting somebody um, legitimate, but I love <laughs> I liked his words so much, I just decided I would share Who cares? <laughs> I would like it. And maybe one of our listeners will tell us who Herbert Swipe is. And he, it kept saying, swipe your card, you know. <laughs> but anyway, this is what he said. I cannot give you the formula for success, but I can give you the formula for failure, which is try to please everybody. Mm. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? So my thought was that's so much what happens for, at least for me, being the extrovert I am, I just want everyone to be happy. And, but then I find my intuition has gotten stepped on again. And so that's problematic. I've learned over the years to stand firm on things that matter because my intuition is so trustworthy. Good for you. Yeah. That's beautiful. And I love how you asked how we really get in touch with our intuitions. Like what are some practical tools we can use? Because for many of us women, I know for myself, like I have a full day, you know, I get up, then I get the kids out to school and then I got to like to work all day. And, you know, there's a million moving targets and I'm always answering questions and solving problems. And so the mind is just taking over. And at the end of the day, you know, I can have decision fatigue, but really it's for me, it's about getting out of my head 
and getting more into my body and how do you make that connection? And so for me, I have a couple of tools that I have found so easy is even just taking two minutes. And let's be honest, most of us always have our phones on us. You can put that two minute timer on and just really sit and put one hand on your heart and just breathe into your heart. And even after doing that for a couple of minutes, your brain waves and your heart waves start synchronizing. And that is a beautiful way to tune into your intuition. I, like I could do that. I could find two minutes and I, my phone never leaves my side. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely true. I find that tuning, I don't have to tune in because my little voice talks to me. I know that sounds a little bit psychotic that there are voices talking to me, but I really do get messages loud and clear. And the only time in my life when it hasn't worked has been when I have been overloaded um, completely, um, I, I don't want to say depressed per se, but, but down and, and not paying attention. And that is really scary. Otherwise, I just believe it's something that comes to me naturally. And I'm very tuned into it this, at this point without the need for conscious reasoning. But I do love the stillness piece because I do know too that my intuition goes down and my creativity goes down if I'm not taking time for solitude. But I, it was funny, you had the quote, Kathy, and I, I have always heard about this dichotomy between science and philosophy about intuition. Out two scientists, Albert Einstein and Jonas Salk, and listen to how these sound, because these surprised me. This is Jonas Salk. Uh, it is always with excitement that I wake up in the morning wondering what my intuition will toss up to me like gifts from the sea i work with it and rely on it it's my partner now that's just very poetic from a scientist and then albert einstein says the intuitive mind is a sacred gift and the rational mind is a faithful servant we have created a society that honors the servant and has forgotten the gift and Mm -hmm. i think what he's saying is that Sure, your mind and your intellect is very, very important, but your intuition is the part that if we listen to, it gives us the heart and the mind and the soul to make decisions that are in line with what we believe. And I I love that. So I, I just think creativity, intuition, all of that is all tied together. But those are two scientists, serious scientists. I agree with that. I love those quotes, Kath, uh, Linda. Sorry. Isn't those it are really, neat? I yeah, love that. Yeah, they're really, really neat. Here, I have a quote, and I think this is a really good <laughs> quote because I think this one really defines what intuition is in my, in my body, in my head. And it's by Sylvia Clare. And she said, intuition is a sense of knowing how to act spontaneously without needing to know why. Mm. You know, like yes. you can't justify your intuition. You just know. Just like you knew. You didn't know why you had to act in 24 hours, Linda, but you knew yeah. you did, right? And, and that's it. Like, you couldn't explain it. I don't know, but I know. And that's all you need to know is that you trusted that knowing. I mean, you know, why were, why were witches so feared? Why are women witches? Right. Because of their intuition. Because they had intuition. And they could say, you know what? That's, that's going to fail. That's a good thing. Yes or no. And, you know, it's all built on intuition and, and just you know, maybe common sense, like you said in the beginning, you know, a little bit of this and a little bit of that, you know, mix up that magic and you have intuition. I don't think you always have to sit in silence with it. I think that you just have to um, be open to it. True. And and when you have a big decision in your life, 
that's maybe when you know about it a little bit more than when, you know, throughout your day, nothing terribly important. Okay, yeah, you use your intuition. Somebody walks in the room. Uh, I don't think I want to work with that person. Yes, I really like that person. That's all intuition. Mm-hmm. You know, those vibrations that you get from people. And and then on the big scale, you know, uh, do I want to invest $10,000 in that project? Mm, I don't know. Maybe. Yes, maybe. No, my intuition is going to tell me. You know, because I can't disbelieve the the, the banker. <laughs> I have to know. That's you know? so true. I mean, you especially see it in business. There are just times when you have to trust your gut because you really do need to make an instantaneous decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially small business owners. We just see that all the time. And, and that's why it's so important to evaluate. I liked what Linda said earlier, Frankie, too. Uh, not just about trusting our gut, but also... That part she mentioned about knowing what our values are and being true to our own values and and just the whole idea that our body will even tell us what our values when are when we're going against our own values. I mean, I think that's especially true. I think that was part of my problem with my own intuition getting as uh, sexually active as I did as a teenager. I think it kind of spoiled it, like disconnected my my being in touch with my body. I appreciate some of the things Amanda's brought to this conversation about our bodies reflecting what is happening in our intuition. But I have this wonderful, uh, you know, me and my quotes, I always try to cheat by borrowing other people's wisdom. I just love it when other people are smart. (laughs) (laughs) So we had this kindergarten teacher named Loretta Van Cleve, and she has passed away now, but she gave us, when we were parents of young kindergartners, she gave us this this quote, and I've always quoted her, all perspectives are valid, but not all perspectives are mature. <laughs> she said that to the kindergarten class. Kindergarten <laughs> teacher to the parents of kindergartners. I'm pretty sure oh, she like used that. that all year long dealing with us. But but I think that's so true. We We have to really know what our values are or other people's perspectives will sway us in a bad way. And we're not mature ourselves, but other people are not necessarily mature either. I don't know if somebody wants to jump in on that. I'm curious to know what you would say about the disconnect between body and spirit that can start as early as our teenage years. Oh, yes. I can definitely speak to that. And I love how you're talking about like the maturity and, you know, where that comes into play. And I feel like a lot of times we don't realize how mature our body is, like how really smart our bodies are. And again, I know you don't always have to tune into your body to like get the clues. Sometimes they come as a voice, come, sometimes it comes as all these different ways, but our bodies do have this innate wisdom and like, you know, that feeling you get when it's time to drink or eat or, um, but I would say the, the number one, that disconnect between your mind and body Mm-hmm. is that's when it happens is because we do we don't li- listen into what's going on in our body what we're feeling in our body and especially when it comes to intimacy that is such a common you know problem that most a lot of women face that I know I did as well is that we just can't let go of of what's going on in our minds to get into our body to really feel and you know there's and trusting that maturity that's in our body so I mean, I can share one more quick little tool that I, sure. I, I, it's again, like tapping into the body, but this one is, you know, just really, if you, again, two minutes, just lay there or sit and feel what kind of sensations you feel in your body. Cause that's the thing is we get disconnected from our sensations and basically that's all sensuality is, is your sensations, but really feel like 
what am I feeling? Maybe I have a tickle on my neck or I have a rumbling in my tummy or I have a warmth in my right leg or I'm feeling a constriction in my throat. Like just speaking out loud what your body's feeling for a couple minutes. See, I think I need to do that exercise because I feel very little during the day. And I have this thing like, you know, when we were talking about entrepreneurial decision making versus mm-hmm. like, you know, getting in touch with your body. When I make de- decisions and this is this is honest, um, I hear sound effects in my head. If it's a good decision, it's like Vegas. It's like ding, 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 ding. And I, nice. I hear that in my head. And then if it's if it's wrong, it's like <laughs> You know, like I hear these air horns in my head, and oh, I'm so but I glad I'm not the only one hearing things. Okay, yes. so why why are you questioning that? That's your intuition. Well, I don't know what that is, but I don't. That's hear your intuition. That. Like if I'm mm-hmm. intimate with someone. I'm not hearing air horns or ding 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 ding. Well, like, good. well, that would be distracting. Oh. <laughs> that just means you're tuned into that person. Good job. Oh, okay, because I, you know, we're not. Like, I always look for commonality. Like, you know, I listen to you guys for your commonalities, and it's like, what works for you, and how do I apply it to work for me? But why is it so different if we're making an intuitive decision in work versus an intuitive decision in our lives? Why would that be any different? The ding-dings? Yeah. Well, your ding-ding your ding, ding in, 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 in business is, you know, loud and clear. But but in, in your personal life, you... you and, and I'm going to go back to something that... Um, that uh, Amanda was talking about, the body being a bioprocessor. Because I think as a bioprocessor, it's a big computer and, and we feel things. But we can also align those feelings to, to the chakras and we say, okay, I'm feeling it there. So what is that? How can I apply that intuitively to my life? What does that mean? Does that mean that, you know, my throat swells like uh, I, I'm, I can't speak about this or I don't, or that guy is, you know, whatever. So I, I think that you can look at, at a whole bunch of different messages going on and and intuitively weave them all together to know you know what's going on so if you're if, if you like a guy and you're not 100 percent sure he's the right guy for you uh and your head is going i don't know but your heart but you know your 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 biosensor down there is going yeah yum you know like <laughs> <laughs> You really do, do you need listen to read to? Frankie's book. I mean, it will, it will make much more sense. <laughs> order it today. That's that's settled. Frankie, oh, that's what's the title of your book? Uh, Midlife Mojo. Oh, midlife. And where can people? Oh, oh and the other one is is uh, No Bull Allowed. That's the one I'm talking. about. That's the one. About. Okay, No Bull Allowed. Yeah. All right, I'm going to take us to commercial break. This is Dynamic Women. If you liked what you heard today, you can find us at Dynamic Women Talk Radio. You can go to iTunes. Are we on the Good Radio Network, Frankie? You are on the Good Radio Network. We are also, you can find us on the Good Radio Network. And Frankie, where can we find your books? On Amazon. Amazon. Oh, who's whispering? Did you whisper something dirty? That was intuition. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'll go back to our <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah, ding, 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 ding. I'm like, that one got my ear. That one got my ear. So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk more about our intuition and how it works for us and what happens when intuition fails us. Because if it works, that's great. If it fails, what do we do next? Back after the break. Return after these short messages. 
someone who says um a lot when they are speaking? Every language has its own version of um. In English, we might also use the words eh and er. Spanish speakers say a, and Japanese say eto and eno, to name a few. Even sign language uses um. Studies show that these filler words make up an average of six to ten percent of spontaneous speech, and that men use them much more than women. So why do people splitter splutter out these filler words? It's not due to nervousness, but rather um pulls the floor for us while we do our mental work. It buys some time for thinking when we don't have our repartee ready. My husband says they call our language the mother tongue because the father hardly ever gets to speak. Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert Annette Hammond. There is a definite difference between wanting to exercise and actually doing it. The National Center for Health Statistics recently revealed a study that found that 63% of Americans believe that exercise will make them healthier, leaner, and less stressed, but they still don't do it. Remember, 64% of Americans are overweight or obese, so you can see the direct correlation here. If you find that you are lacking the motivation to really get with it and get on an effective exercise program, help is on the way. As a personal trainer, I tell my clients to dive in full force. Buy books and magazines about exercise and healthy eating. Make a plan for when you are going to exercise every day. Schedule it on your calendar. Hire a personal trainer or find a friend who has similar goals and meet with them several times a week. Being accountable to someone else increases your motivation. I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back. This is Linda Crater. You're listening to Dynamic Women Talk Radio. And on the break, we were talking about the importance of intuition in just our general lives and how we use the word and the commentary and Sandra you're a tech geek so I want to to ask you something you put together websites you design them you use them and I laugh because websites are supposed to be intuitive and a secondary piece that I think is supposed to be intuitive are instructions to put things together so when I compare an intuitive website with the IKEA instructions, I absolutely don't think the latter is intuitive. But websites well, generally are. And so that's more black and white. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, but I, I can tell you, you know, I have two advanced degrees from Northwestern. I've got a private post-secondary uh, technical education. I can program in like six different languages. And the only time I ever started to really cry was trying to get one of those bookcases together with IKEA. Yes. <laughs> it's like, wait, it's not intuitive. Parts right. left over. I'm like, what is the stick figure diagram? And there's like arrows pointing to things. And then to make it worse, it was fuzzy. Like it wasn't even clearly printed. And you know, I have quite a bit of IKEA stuff in my home because I have kids, you know, and it's great because, you know, kids outgrow it, they break it, you know, and they yeah. think it's fun to jump on a bookcase and snap the boards. I'm out 99 bucks, not, you know, a fortune with this stuff. But what I've learned in my many years of, of brain work is that 
not everybody's brains work alike. And yeah, so the concept the right. yeah, of intuition and thought processes, um, I've had to surround myself in my tech company with people who don't think like me. Because when I try to explain things to a client, like, you know, they, they start to go into convulsions, their eyes roll back in their head, they foam at the mouth a little bit. So if I can explain what I need to explain to, let's say, Aaron or Robin or even Linda. Linda, you're so much better at clients than I am. And then when they don't understand what I'm trying to tell them, I get mad, which is why you never talk to tech department people unless you're wearing a bulletproof vest. I love that. I just have to add an Ikea comment. One of the reasons I think that they name their furniture is because the instructions are so poor that they have to form a relationship with you. So when you're putting <laughs> together your Johan bookcase, I'm serious. I'm thinking, I'm I'm talking to the bookcase. You know, Johan, you know, what the heck part goes next? But I, I, I do agree with you. I think there are some linear thinking people and yet everyone seems to have intuition. It's just a matter of um, listening to it and applying it. And sometimes it's more prevalent in certain parts of your life than the, than others. So maybe it's more on the personal life for you than it is on the professional life. But it's Well, you there. know what IKEA stands for? I just thought of it. I can't execute anything. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, I love it. And that's when you just call a handyman and go, hey, you want to put something together? <laughs> This is where you test a relationship, I think. Yeah. You don't have to do everything yourself. Mm. All right, Frankie, you're up. You know, I, but I was thinking as Linda was talking, you know, is is every thought an intuitive thought? Doesn't mm -hmm. have to be. No, no, it's not. And and you know, I was thinking another way that we use our intuition is to try a new restaurant, you know, meet a new friend go to a bookstore, pick a book and go, yeah, you know, I think this one's going to be good. Using your intuition to choose things is a really fun way, you know, to play with it. And then maybe you're not like, you know how, how um, there's people who are clairaudient and clairsentient and, and whatever. Everybody's going to just, just as there are people who, who think in a linear way and, in, 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 you know, in a different way. And so we're all going to get our information in a different way. And so maybe, you know, your head goes, yeah, I like that book. And you're, and, and, your body reacts to it. You, you watch your body, you know, fall forward to it or fall away from it. You know, there's a testing, that muscle testing that they do with, uh, you can do it with anything, but you can do it with a bottle of aspirin or whatever. And, and you hold something in your hand and, and uh, you can fall toward it or fall away from it. And, and your body is telling you this is good or it's not good for you. You can trust that intuition or not. It's up to you. It's what you believe, really. But I, I do believe that you don't have to meditate to be intuitive. I think I you too. just need to be um, to be open and let it flow. And then know the way that you get it. Once you figure out how you get it, then you'll know when it comes into you. I love how you say being open to just what is or, you know, what clues you may get. Because, you know, like you say, you walk into a bookstore. Have you ever had that experience? I know when I've walked into a bookstore and just been drawn to this one book, and picked it up, and I'm like, oh my god, this book is exactly what I needed to read right now. There you or, are. You know, um, yeah. just tuning into that. Where if you hear something, and then you have someone else tell you a similar story, and then someone else mentions that same author, or like you hear this this message from a bunch of different sources, you're like, hmm, maybe that's a sign I need to check out this book, or you know, those type of experiences exactly. are so powerful too. <laughs> I, I think that's so interesting what you're saying because I know so many Christians will just open the Bible and see where it lands and then 
Later they'll say, well, the Bible opened to this very verse. It was exactly what I needed. So I'm going to have to try the bookstore trick. I love that idea (laughs) to see if I could just walk in and find the right book uh, by being open and figuring out how my intuition works and how it hits me like Frankie was describing. I really, I really loved what you said, Sandra, about surrounding yourself with people that think differently. And I know that is something that we're just struggling with in our culture now, especially on Facebook. We can easily discount people. I mean, it's so easy to just hit the button that allows you to hear less from them because you don't want to hear their perspective because it's not the same as yours. So that's really working against us as a culture, I think. Instead of coming together more, we are coming we're we're coming farther apart. So what I, I, I you know me and my quotes, I have one from Henry Ford. My best friend is the one who brings out the best in me. And I was thinking about that in terms of intuition and how much I value Sandra, for instance, she just asked me the very best questions and they're not leading me or trying to get me to go a certain direction. They're just letting me to explore and discover what I really believe and value. So I think a friend like that's I wanted to share that quote on this program because you guys are that way for me. Y'all just bring out the best in me. And, and I feel like the dynamics of this dynamic women is that way too we just bring out the best in each other by asking the hard questions i think we're just dynamic women that's that's (laughs) what i think it is i want to bring up counterintuitive and tell you a funny story um i used to own a business that worked in um we we created television ads and we screened uh subjects for clinical trials and it was a very interesting i love this business but we learned that when we created television spots that uh, you probably have seen, although they've tapered off over the last five years or so. You know, if you have asthma and are between the ages of eight and 80, um, call this number and see if you could participate in this clinical trial. So what was interesting was that it got to the point after we created ads, when we would screen them, they would screen them for me after they'd been produced. If I didn't like the ad the entire staff would cheer because that meant it was going to be highly effective and make the phone <laughs> ring off the hook. No, I'm, I'm totally serious. I that. I, it was very interesting, but I trusted that it, when I saw the actions of what happened, it, it was kind of an amusing thing because if I really disliked, it was going to be wildly successful. So counterintuitive can also work because we don't all think the same. We d- aren't, don't all have the same taste and the same things that would attract clearly I wouldn't be attracted to the ads I didn't like but lots and lots of other people were so counterintuitive can really help you as well if you tune in and know what it means absolutely Linda and you know you're in a class by yourself I, <laughs> you're the I can tell voices yeah I can tell <laughs> so Uh-oh. yeah it, it makes sense that that you know you're not you're not going to be the one that the masses are, no, are attracted I'm, I'm a little to. what we call unique. Yeah, you're unique, exactly. <laughs> but I've got a little story because my daughter, this is exactly intuition. The other day, um, she was leaving the house to go to work and she, she usually leaves her about 6.30 a.m., something like that. And and she stopped and she, you know, she, she bent down and she dropped something. She did this, she did that. Took an extra five minutes and then she left. And and as she, when she got to this certain spot that she would have been five minutes earlier, there was an accident. And she came home, mm. she said, no. 
if I had left when I was supposed to leave, I would have been right. I would have had that accident myself. And it happened to her like twice last week. And she came out, you know, if I had done this, I would have been in that accident. So her intuition or whatever was working for her saying, I'm going to take a different route or I'm going to wait five minutes or, you know, whatever it was. And she avoided two calamities. And I think that's really important to listen to too. So sometimes that's survival. Wow. Yeah, that's powerful. That just gave me chills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I think many of us can probably relate to a similar experience, but I know that we don't always realize when it's working in our favor. And I like how you say about counterintuitive and when that can be effective, because, mm-hmm. you know, true, you know, yes, we have these biological impulses, but we also have a logical brain. And that doesn't mean we always need to just, if we get a urge to do something, that doesn't mean it's always right. Like if a kid's trying to chase a ball into the street, that's their neat urge. But then mentally we know, okay, don't run into the street before you look both ways. Right. So, you know, paying attention to when it's um, something that you should listen to or when you need to actually be logical about it and when the counterintuitive part is more important. Yeah. So yeah. what does counterintuitive mean? I'm sorry. I'm just sitting here in stunned counterintuitive silence. Counterintuitive is, was, it, it's the opposite of being intuitive. Right. Thank <laughs> That's right. me sitting here like a stump in the dark, you know, yeah. when the opposite of, of intuitive is just like having nothing, just like the lights are out. Yeah, I sort of think of it as just the opposite thought. If so I'm are we talking to... about intuition that gives negative feedback? Yes. That's, ah. what, that's what I, I, I would say that's pretty close to what I was saying before. Yeah, that's program. exactly what you're saying. So, so if, if Linda likes something, don't buy it. <laughs> no, it, it no, is, I didn't mean it that way. It's a commercial, ads. just to the commercial. But I, but, yeah. I, but I thought that was so fascinating that I learned that, that was a good thing instead of a bad thing. thing. And so for business, it was very, very successful. And I was very pleased to do that. But again, as long as you just know what the reaction is, because your intuition is there also for survival. So if you get a gut feel, you should get out of a dangerous place. Not so much what your daughter was doing, but when you feel creepy, you know, they always tell you, mind what your gut is telling you for mm-hmm. safety's sake. So it is really important that you know what your intuition tells you. You know what um, you should act, how you should act when you receive that intuition. And I think it's just a matter of knowing yourself so that you are, are acting in a way that's going to get the outcomes that you're looking for. We have to go on another break, but we will be back afterward and we will talk about how to develop our intuition. You're listening to Dynamic Women Talk Radio and we'll be back right after these short messages. We're Dynamic Women Talk Radio and we'll return after these short messages. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. To lose weight, we know that each day we need to burn more calories than we take in through eating, and exercise burns more calories. According to Discovery Health, a 150-pound person will burn about 60 calories while taking a one-hour nap. 
one hour of sitting and watching television burns about the same. But if that 150-pound person takes a one-hour brisk walk, then say goodbye to more than 250 calories. Cardio exercise like running, biking, swimming, and brisk walking are the best modes of exercise to burn the highest amount of calories and will get the endorphins flowing in your body. Those feel-good neurotransmitters boost your mood naturally. So use exercise to burn calories, lose weight, and to feel good. I'm Annette Hammond. To hear other fitness and weight loss tips, visit our website at AnnetteHammond.com. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert Annette Hammond. If you are a woman and have always longed for lean legs, tight buttocks, sinewy arms, and a stately posture, then bar classes may be just what you're looking for. The Bar Method program focuses on elongating muscles and burning fat, and some think it's similar to interval training because the body switches from intense exercise to stretching, which results in sculpted muscles and an increase in the burning of fat calories. The routine is made to give everyone access to a ballerina body. This ballet-based workout is becoming very popular, and according to the New York Times, it is a tough exercise routine. Seasoned ballerinas and even top athletes find their muscles burning when doing these classes. So if you are looking to tighten your derriere, elongate your muscles, and improve your posture, check out bar classes. They may be perfect for you. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Hey ladies, this is Sandra Beck and Dynamic Women, and we are visiting today with Kathy from Texas, Frankie from Toronto, Linda from Washington, D.C., and Amanda from Denver. Now, typical in the show, during the commercial break, we yak even more than we do on the air, and what we were talking about was how unique everybody is. I think at, at our core, we all know we're very different, but society tells us we must homogenize. You know, we must wear these clothes to be beautiful. We must wear this perfume or makeup to be alluring. And I think as we get older and we become more authentic, um, we're willing to allow people to see who we really are. Like I, I fully acknowledge that I don't feel things like the rest of the world. I don't see things like the rest of the world. And I don't, I don't interpret things the same way. My brain works very differently. And that used to be a secret source of shame to me as a kid. Now I realize, wow, it's kind of the key to my success. And people will accept me the way I am and sometimes even like it. And one of the things that I love to do is play brain games. I like to see what my brain can do, whether it's those you know, pictures that you see on the internet, you kind of stare and cross your eyes until something appears or, you know, do you see a a young woman or an old lady? Like, I like those things, but I know that there's intuitive brain games we can play. And so, Frankie, I'm going to go to you first. Well, uh, (laughs) I I started to talk about them earlier in the show when I said that, you know, you can um, just test everything for yourself, really, uh, as a game. But one thing that... um, I, I really I do animal communication and, and in a way that's that's in, intuition as well and so when you connect with an animal you will tell the owner because they'll call and say what's wrong with my dog and and you'll say well your dog has got this or that and but the animal will tell you stuff and so I had a, I had a cat from England who told me that she really liked when her owner played the piano at night and she really liked um, you know when they fed her a certain food and and I was able to relay that back to the owner and they said oh my god I'm a concert pianist and like Bob I had no idea right like I didn't know that but 
so you, you, you can trust the messages that you're getting from these animals because the owners are saying, yes, that's true. And it, that's so cool when that happens. So that's one thing that you can do. You can pretend, you know, with your friends even, uh, connect with, with their animals and see if you can figure out what they're telling you and then ask the owner if that's true. Well, Frankie, I just love your paintings. I just want to throw that in. I've been enjoying them so much, the ones you've been posting on Facebook. Oh, thank you. And I thank can, you. I can see the intuition in them. I mean, sometimes they have children in them too, but you're really catching the dynamic sort of emotional, spiritual part of the physical. When you paint, I, I just wanted to throw that in there to commend you and tell you how much I'm enjoying those. Thank you. Because, you know, one of the owners told me the other day, the last one I did, he said, you captured my dog's soul. I mean, how am I, I never even met his dog, wow. and that's like so amazing to me. So that was awesome. Thank you, Kathy. I just well, love. I look forward to checking them out. That seems like such an amazing gift to be able to to see, to get that from the animal. And we sadly lost our our dog last year. And I remember though, you know, when you do tune in, they do give you messages. It's like mm-hmm. you can. You can kind of tell by looking in their eyes. You can feel what they're saying. And I remember, like, she, when she got sick, she was, like, telling me with her eyes. I was like, I need to call the vet. And it was just, like, her message to me. But I, And I also want to just touch back a minute. You were just talking about how, um, Sandra, about how when you are, you know, really being true to yourself and, like, allowing yourself to be who you are versus the homogenized version. And I thought about like how that relates to intuition. And I was thinking about my daughter because she had a ballet recital this past weekend. And the day before we had gone to a fair and she had face paint and tattoos everywhere. And I was like, oh, tonight we're going to have to wash that off because you have the recital tomorrow. And, you know, unfortunately in the recital, you got to look like all the other girls in the recital. She's like, but I don't want to look like everybody else, mommy. (laughs) (laughs) But I remember like as a kid feeling that too, of like when you're being forced to kind of fit into a mold that doesn't feel like you and how that can be so, so painful. And you realize that you're not being true to your intuition. So I think, you know, when you do, when you don't listen, like what happens then? Um, So anyways, I think that's another way to play into it is like really feeling when you've made a decision, how do you feel about it afterwards? Are you feeling like it was a connected decision? Are you feeling like that is aligned to who you are? Or are you feeling like it really was painful or made you feel uncomfortable or, you know, that kind of, you know, what, what emotions you're feeling afterwards is another way to tune into. Was that listening to my own intuition or was I not listening? Well, and I think, you know, when you were talking about that, I was brought back to my, my fifth grade class with Mrs. Archibald. And I used to write this, I used to write these poems that, you know, were so odd and so different. And she was like, you know, I know when we were doing Wordsworth or like nature's first green is gold, uh, her heart is hue to hold, whoever wrote that. I remember we were doing that at that time. And I'm like, I didn't want to write about leaves and I didn't want to write about nature. I wanted to write about what I wanted to write about. And she, you know, drilled into me and she's like, you know, you need to do this. So the poem I turned in was, I won't do what you want. You can cry. You can plead. You can stab yourself deeply and bleed and bleed and bleed. <laughs> and to this day, I can I can see her like standing up there, Mrs. Archibald, with this like she was old and she had like this frizzy black hair and this white skin. And she was her face was so red, like all I can think is modeled with rage, like, you know, and she was and I just sat there thinking, yeah, this is who I am. This is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm feeling. You know, of course, I got an F and had to go to the school psychologist, but I still Which will be another show. firm to yeah. art has to be an expression and your intuition, 
you know, kind of goes along with that. And I still feel like, you know, 45 years later or 40 years later, I did the right thing. You did do the right thing for yourself, but intuitively, if you had listened to your intuition, you might not have handed that one in. (laughs) At least for her not to read out loud. Yeah. I'm laughing because I think we tend to play some games with our intuition and I, it's, it's not psych ops. It's, it's just that we, I do, I do something, for example, when I'm waiting in the grocery store line and you know how we observe people that is if they're not watching their phones or you're watching yours, but that's another story. But I do think that you sort of form an opinion about if I'm going to talk to this person, I think they'll talk to me or I might, get a smile from them or I'll get a comment back or it'll start a small conversation that brightens everybody's day because who doesn't want to be engaged these days? We are so at arm's length with one another. So I'll stand in a grocery store line and take a look at someone's face and I will engage. And I am right 95% of the time. We both leave smiling and it was nothing big. It was just an outreach and so the intuition is that people need to be touched by words or a smile and, and that it makes a big difference because it's been very rare that I was completely rebuffed or they didn't say anything. And when it did happen that way, I kind of just laughed because, okay, that's their loss because I'm really quite charming and unique, as Frankie said. So <laughs> I, that's just a game I play with intuition. Do you guys play games? Linda, I love it that you're playing the game of, of in, initiating friendships with other people just as you go through your day. But I'm an introvert. That's what is very unusual. Oh, I love it even more. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm an extrovert, so that's just what I do. And and I know people will reject me. And I knowing that, I still go, that I take a counterintuitive moment and I go anyway into that initiating conversation and, and really joy with other people. Right. And I had somebody, and I bet she was a, I bet she was an introvert, but when we were done, when we initially started the conversation, I could tell she was shut down. When we were done, she was saying to me, you made my day. Right. I, I thought, oh my gosh, that was such a simple thing for me. If that really made her day, if that was the best moment of her day, because I was a happy customer, that I just wanted her to have that, you know what I mean? And so even though it was counterintuitive for me, because I knew intuitively that she was shut down. I also went ahead and and moved into that space. And and I think Amanda's right. Sometimes our emotions afterwards give us a clue. But I think for me, sometimes I just need to punch, pause, and revert to humor. Not not to misuse humor, but just to recognize myself. If I take things too seriously, and my intuition is so serious all the time then it's probably not functioning well and I need to I need to take a step back and find some humor in my life. And that helps me kind of regain a balance. I don't know if that makes sense, but I just mm-hmm. thought I'd throw it out there. Humor helps me. Humor's huge. We all need to have humor we in our life. We all need humor. And I was going to bring up something real quick because it is near the end of the show. And, and I want to talk about fear for a moment, fear and intuition. Um, because I, sometimes our head gives us that fear and our intuition will let us know uh, that it's not correct. Right. And that's really important to listen to, um, especially in today, 
you know, society today when there's bombs going off everywhere and we fear certain groups of people that we don't necessarily need to fear, but we do because, you know, the news has put it in our brains. And so we really need to find a way to um, connect with our intuition instead of our head because our intuition will give us the truth. I, I can't stress that one enough. Mm-hmm. Has anybody ever left like a plane or, or car, you know, somewhere uh, because yes. of the, uh, yes. And you were safe because of it. And I was safe because of it. Yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. I was too, I mean, it's frightening. The, the plane went down. It was in Chicago. I was running for a gate and I had someone babysitting my children. My husband was away at the time too. And I, I had the option to go on or to, you know, wait. Mm-hmm. And I waited and I'm so glad I did because the phone calls started coming in. Um, are you Okay. And no, that was pure intuition. And in my thinking, because I believe it was God telling me not to do that, it was definitely a moment that I'm so grateful for because no one survived that crash. Wow. And it was, um, it was haunting. And and for a while, I didn't, I I only got on propeller planes because they can glide. Yeah. And I was, I was flying locally. And so I, I, I really did. I took local flights instead of the jets for wow. probably about three or four months. You know why my children were so frightened? Yeah. And I, I thought, no, it's, it's safe. You know, statistically, it's safe. But intuition is so valuable to all of us. And you have all told about how important it has been in your lives. And sometimes it's survival and other times it's, it's just a good decision. Um, and, we have to pay attention to the good and the bad uh, intuition that comes our way because I think we really are amazing beings that are gifted with so much. I want to thank all of you for participating today in this very interesting discussion. Kathy and Amanda and Frankie and Sandra and I, we just love these shows because it's a wonderful way to share our opinions. And if you want more information, go to dynamicwomentalkradio.com and you'll find more shows. And it is such a delight to talk to people with differing opinions and we are all unique and rather funny as well so we will be back next week thank you for listening thank you for tuning in today to dynamic women talk radio and join us each week you can find more shows on dynamicwomentalkradio.com 